This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. Happy New Year! Today, when this episode comes out, it is January 1st, 2023. So first off, I just want to say Happy New Year. I hope you had a wonderful holiday season. I hope you're feeling refreshed, you're feeling rested, and you're just exactly where you need to be to start a new year. I also have to acknowledge that this is the anniversary, the birthday of the podcast. It's been six years since I've been podcasting. Like, I can't, I really can't believe it's been that long. Six just seems like a big number. Um, But for six years, every week, I have been showing up on this platform. For the first year, I had a co-host and you guys know the story. The show was of a different format. Um, But still, six years of podcasting and I'm just grateful. This podcasting has just truly changed my life and I'm just forever grateful for not only how this show has transformed my life, but how God has used this platform to just bless so many people globally. I'm never not in awe of God. And I'm just just so humbled and, and just so grateful about what this show has been able to do and the impact it's been able to make. So I always do this, but again, I just have to thank you guys as the listeners who just share the show with your friends, where you post it on your social media, when you listen to it and you allow my words to send you back to the Father. I do not take that opportunity for granted. I've met some amazing people 
through this podcast. And I'm just, again, forever grateful. And I want to say thank you to all of you guys who listen. Please continue to listen, continue to share the show with friends. And most importantly, I, I pray that you just continue to seek God for yourself and don't allow this show to be the end all be all of what I say on this show to be an end all be all, but allow it to just really be a guiding point to send you back to God for yourself. Now, the title of today's episode is, are you asking God the right questions? Are you asking God the right questions? So I went to dinner the other night with a friend of mine and we were talking and I was telling her about how I had just had my time with God as it relates to what 2023 was going to look like. This was literally like two days ago. I had already done like my, my strategic planning and everything for this year business wise and just a general overview of like my life and things of that nature. I've, I've already done that. I know what my company is doing this year. I know what my life is going to look like you know, for as much as I know this year. Um, but I hadn't gone to God to really just kind of get, aside from what I do, I wanted to just sit with him about who I am, what season he has me in, what does he need from me? And again, not in for me to pour out. And so here's the thing, when you get to a certain point where, I don't know, you may have achieved some type of business success or you have some type of following or whatever, maybe you're you're in ministry and you're doing a lot of, you're doing the work of the Lord often, it can get very easy to just get into hearing from him so you could pour it back out, studying so that you can deliver a message. It becomes uh, so much of a working relationship that you lose your father and daughter connection. And I don't feel like I completely lost my father and daughter connection, but it had not been a priority. It had been just a huge gap for me. And I was really frustrated by it, to be honest with you. And because I'm so busy and I had a lot going on with work and home and all of these things, it was like, I didn't even have time to really sit and deal with what I was feeling and more importantly, how to fix it. And I was sitting down with a friend and I was like, man, I'm just now sat down with God about this. And this is how I've been feeling for months. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but even on the podcast, I haven't been doing live episodes for a while because I it's just been, this is a place where I come to you guys very raw, very uh, just vulnerable, naked, sharing with you what I may be maneuvering through and sharing with you what God is, whatever message he wants me to give to you. This is not a place where I come very polished and uh, with too much of a business hat on. And this is a place again, where I just want God to use me and I want to come to you guys in, in the most vulnerable way to let you know, I see you, I understand and give some language to what you may be going through. And so it's been hard for me to really show up in that way on the show, just simply because I have been spending so much time in the work and the work has been requiring so much. And so um, when my friend and I were talking, she was actually in the same space. She was like, girl, I just now was able to like plan for my year with just business and everything just because she was feeling the same way. She's also somebody who has a following, who's used to producing and all of these things. So we were on the same page and I was telling her it had even been difficult for me to really even study the word. And I was like, well, maybe I'm just not going deep enough in it. So I would look for opportunities to go deeper into the word, but even that wasn't working because it felt like more of an intellectual exercise 
than really filling this void that I had. And I remember getting frustrated one time. I'm like, man, at this point, I don't care what this word translates to in the Greek. I want my dad. What was missing is this, the intimacy of the relationship that I once had. When I first got saved, saved, and you guys have heard me talk about, you know, that story many times over the years, I had time when God told me to shut my business down, I was able to sit in my closet all day. And just study the word, talk to God, have that relationship, have that back and forth dialogue, get those revelations. Just that that relationship was so tight. I had my flow of hearing from God on behalf of my business and then executing on it. I had the work part down pat and I still do, right? That's not to say I don't make mistakes, but I have my flow of making God the CEO and really implementing that on a day to day. And But what I was missing was that intimacy and that relationship. So it wasn't until the other day where things had finally calmed down at home because my son had got sick. Uh, We had to make an ER visit. He was having breathing issues. Um, So we had to do a lot of breathing treatments, taking care of him. I had, I mean, like right when I got back from my vacation, just so much was going on. And then we were taking a trip for Christmas. It was just, it's just been a very, very busy month. Altogether, even though I hadn't even really been working, life has just been busy. And it wasn't until we got back, my nanny was back. I had the day to myself. I'm like, man, if I don't do nothing today, I have to sit with God and figure this out before we go into a new year and things start picking up again. So I had that time with God. I started it out like I do Every other time I spend time with God, which is through uh, praise and worship is how I always start. It gives me an opportunity to just clear my mind, get away from whatever may be sitting on my brain or heart at that time and just put me in a place of worship. And so I cut on dappy keys and I don't, when I am spending time with God and especially when I'm starting off with worship, I personally don't like to listen to songs with words in it because I don't want to hear nothing but the Lord, right? And so I don't want to hear the lyrics. I don't want to hear what the the writer is talking about. I just want to hear the Holy Spirit. So I cut on um, Dappy Keys, who's a prophetic pianist. He has most of his music and stuff on um, Apple Music. So I cut him on Apple Music, put my phone on, do not disturb. And I just let it play. Y'all, within the first two minutes, I ain't say nah, nothing, not a hallelujah, not a thank you, Jesus. Just sitting silently and setting my heart to worship, I just started bawling. And it was just so much emotion. It was tears of gratitude because God has blessed me tremendously. And I'm, I am not worthy. You know, grace, the definition of grace is God's unmerited favor, meaning we don't deserve the favor of God, but he gives it to us anyway. So I was just so grateful and just thinking about this year, so many blessings that I've announced and that I haven't announced that I was just so grateful for. So it was tears of gratitude. It was tears of just kind of sadness too, because it's been a tough, 2022 was a tough year for me. A lot of perseverance. Y'all know if you've been listening to the show long enough, long suffering is of my least favorite fruit of the spirit. I mean, I'm sure it's everybody's, but like, man, (laughs) when you really are in that position, it's something, it's something. And so, um, 
perseverance, long suffering has been just uh, something that I've had to push through this year or last year. And so just sadness, because I'm like, God, it was, it's like that um, Instagram meme that you see where it's like, I, I'm trying to make sure I'm on the, the soft package for 2023 and not for one of God's strongest soldiers. <laughs> That's how I felt like, Lord, I need the soft and successful package for next year. Cause like, for real, you laid it on me thick in 2022, but thank you. Cause I'm still grateful. But just the sadness and the, the mourning of just all of the craziness that happened this year. It was, but then it was also tears of like, this is it, of joy of like, this is what I felt like I had been missing. It was just a peace that surpassed all understanding, just like the scripture said. Because one of the things that I struggled with heavily in 2022 was my anxiety. And not to the point where it was debilitating. I was very functional and productive through it. But I spent a lot of time stressing over things that God just worked out. And I was part of my tears of, of joy and gratitude because Every single thing that I felt like was going to take me out in 2022, God worked out in my favor before the year was over. So much slander on my character um, in business, he worked out in my favor. Personal battles that I was going through, he worked out in my favor. Even with this podcast, I had an issue with a podcast partner that I was working with for sponsorships. And essentially, we were ending our relationship And the relationship has been good. It was good for uh, the few years I was working with this company. And then all of a sudden it wasn't. And I now needed to find a new partner for the podcast. And this was tough. This was very tough for me. And it was a big deal business-wise as well, simply because the podcast is a great revenue stream for me, not just in uh, funneling listeners into my business, but with sponsorships and things of that nature. Like the podcast is a product in a, in and of itself that makes great money. And me being with the right partner is very, very important. And not only that, not only does it bring in good money as a product, it has no overhead. So, I mean, from a business standpoint, I got staff, I got team members, I have things that expenses, operating expenses and business expenses, where it's important that I have revenue streams that don't have these this overhead attached to it. And so the podcast is a, is a great revenue stream for me that has no overhead attached to it. So it increases my profit margin. So from a business standpoint, I was stressed. <laughs> And then I remember even um, also, even with business, I decided usually we do one of our biggest revenue drivers in Anchor Media is our podcast retreats. And I used to do them historically. I've had one in December every year. I made the decision that I no longer wanted to do them in December because I didn't like that there was no real break for my team. So this event, especially when we were doing them in person, is very labor intensive. And I didn't like that I was ending off the year with such a labor intensive event. My team gets what, a week or two off and then we gotta get right back to it at the top of the year. I didn't like what that was doing to my company culture and I didn't like what it was doing for me either. Because that it's a, it's a it's a taxing event as far as the team, and it's also a taxing event for me because I have to be on and I have to be sharp for about three days straight, strategizing for about twenty different people's podcasts and businesses 
in the same setting. So it's very draining for me as well. And so I just didn't like that we did not have any time to really decompress so that we can start fresh in the new year. So I had made that executive decision. We're not doing any more retreats in December. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. It's that season, y'all. And by season, I mean allergy season. I'm someone who has seasonal allergies and it's the worst. My nose gets stuffy. My throat gets scratchy. Sometimes I'll come on and want to record my podcast and sound like a grown man. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I have been using Claritin D for many years. One of the biggest struggles that I have with my allergies is that they usually cause sinus problems as well. So Claritin D has been such a relief for me because it addresses not just the allergies, but the sinus issues that happen as a result of the allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. I've been telling you guys that I'm planning a trip for my husband's milestone birthday that he has coming up. And as we choose which location we actually want to go to. I've been thinking a lot about learning a new language once we narrow it down. Because when I get there, I want to throw myself into the culture, into the language. And a part of that is learning exactly the language that they speak ahead of me getting there, right? Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app, and that it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. I'm most excited about the track record of Rosetta Stone because, I mean, they've been trusted experts for 30 years. Millions of users in 25 languages offered. I mean, Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. They have fast language acquisition. So Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. So no English translations. So you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. They have an intuitive process so that you pick up language naturally, first with words, then with phrases, and then sentences. And overall, it's designed for long-term retention. They have speech recognition, so a built-in true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. So it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's convenient. So again, those desktop and app options with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. And best of all, amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Blessed and Bossed Up listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. 
Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. Now, (laughs) there's always impacts to your decisions. With that being one of the most financially lucrative revenue streams in the company, I was cutting off a big income maker in the fourth quarter. And so my husband had came up to me around like maybe June, July. Those of you guys who don't know, my husband's the CFO of our company. Um, And so he was like, yeah, well, since you don't want to do the retreat, I need, this is your revenue goal for fourth quarter. Man, that joint. So this is around the same time that I'm about to not have a podcast uh, partner. And I was like, oh my God, I'm about to be poor. <laughs> like that's where my mind goes. My anxiety took over. I was stressed, not eating, headaches, all of these different things. Long story short, God Like I remember even the same day my husband and I had this conversation, I actually had therapy and I get to the therapist's office. I was like, my husband is basically telling me that I have to make like 50, 60 grand uh, in the fourth quarter without my biggest revenue stream going on at that time. I was shooketh, okay, shooketh. And my therapist even kind of gave me a look like, who girl, uh... (laughs) How you going to do that? But I was so stressed. But let me tell y'all about Jehovah Jireh, about the God who will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. The end result of that, when, when the dust all settled, was I got a new podcast partner, which gave me a guaranteed income minimum. I told them like, hey, this is what I expect to make off or what I usually have made off of my podcast annually. So I can't leave with this range. So they gave me a um, guaranteed minimum. So no matter what, I'm going to make that amount. What's great is that in order for them to make money, I need to make, you need to generate a lot more than that. And so, I mean, even the last, I've been with them for a few months now And I'm still getting paid from the last company because the last company is on a net 90, which means you get paid 90 days after the uh, sponsor pays the company. This company is on a net 30, which means I get paid every month. So I get paid quicker and I'm getting paid twice from both podcast sponsors because the other one still owes me money because of this net 90. So now I'm making more money. Then um, even when it came to the business, we had about six I think it was six or seven new podcast management clients who all came in at the same time within like literally a month, you guys, new client after new client, contract after contract, new person after new person. I just superseded, tremendously superseded the revenue goal that uh, my husband gave us for Q4. And that's just all God. And so as I was sitting and kind of reflecting over the last few weeks, and especially when I was having this meeting with God the other day, I was like, yo, I was really tripping this year. So many things that I that I really lost sleep over, God just worked out. And then I also wonder, what did I miss because I was so stressed about what how things things were going to work out as if God is in heaven confused or befuddled or bewildered or just oblivious to what the plan is. Like I have the benefit of the author and finisher of all things going before me and making paths straight. I have the benefit 
of being a child of God, I have promises that are listed over and over and over again in the word. Why am I acting like I'm not who I am? Like I'm not a royal priesthood. What is wrong with me? Like this is how I'm talking to myself and how I'm speaking out loud to God. Like, And so this led me to speaking to God about this year. And I titled this episode, Are You Asking God the Right Questions? Because I believe that where we mess up when we're planning and you see this on social media at the end of the year, like I'm planning, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I got this together, I decluttered that, whatever. I'm, I'm about to ask God for this for this year. I'm asking God for that. I'm creating all these vision boards and all of that. We treat God like this genie that we need to go to to get a blueprint or a picture of what to expect in the years to come. That's not the right question. And then we get upset because I'm not, God isn't saying anything. I'm not hearing from him. God isn't answering my prayers. You're not asking the right questions. You're doing what the world is, is, has uh, perverted this whole manifestation thing of trying to say what it is that you want and say it enough times and things that is going to happen. That's not how this works. It is God who orders our steps. It is him who establishes our plans. It is him who makes us successful. We have the power to create wealth because of him. It's not by might, not by power, but it's by the spirit of the living God that anything great that you think you finna do for the kingdom is going to happen. But so many times we go to him with so such a vain heart such selfish desires of God, I want this. Show me how you're going to bless me this year. God, I need this. I want to do this in my business. I want to impact this amount of people. I want to make this amount of money. I want my husband. I want to have kids. I want to do all of these things. Is I, I, me, me, me. Are we servants of him or is he a servant of us? And we're not asking the right questions. And I've learned this just years ago where I, I I think, I can't even remember how many years, but I don't do vision boards or anything like that anymore. And that's this is no knock to vision boards. Do what you got to do as long as your heart posture is correct. What I'm saying is I realized years ago that me making plans and then going to God and asking him to bless them is me doing an incomplete job. Because he will give us the desires of our hearts. He will bless the work of our hands, right? But I'm not completing what it is he created me to do if I'm the one figuring it all out. I didn't I didn't know me before I was formed in my mother's womb. I'm not the alpha and the omega. There's so much that I simply don't know. I am a servant of him. He's not a servant of me. And so again, I say, are you asking the right questions? So after this worship time, when I'm ready to actually start talking to God now, because most of this time has been just me just just crying, honestly, and worshiping. But I say, God, what season is this for me? Because it's a lot going on in my life. Great things. You know, I'm, I'm grateful, of course, but with great things comes responsibilities, just because something is a blessing doesn't mean that it's not work. There's a I, This podcast is a blessing. The amount of people who listen is a blessing, but it's a responsibility. Not just a responsibility to get it done, but a responsibility to make sure that I'm communicating accurately every single week. And I'm not just out here blowing smoke, that I'm completing every time I get on this microphone, the mission that God has me to complete. 
every time. I don't know if I'll open my mouth next week. I'm not going to assume that I'll be alive next week to be able to communicate better then. No, it's a responsibility for me to be accurate and what God is, is, is calling me to stay on this platform and what he's using me to communicate. Motherhood is beautiful. It's a blessing, but it's a responsibility to raise this child up in a way that he's to go so that he won't depart from it. Marriage is wonderful. It's a responsibility to make sure that I'm being my husband's help me, to make sure I'm submitting to him, to make sure I'm praying for him and covering for him and I'm being a good keeper of my home. So it comes, all of these blessings, they come with responsibilities. My business comes with responsibility. It looks great on social media and all of that, but it comes with the responsibility. And so when I was, I said, God, what season am I in? Because I'm, I'm missing you. I'm missing the, the father daughter connection that just when I'm not coming to you for somebody else, but when I'm just coming to you as your daughter, I feel like I wasn't able to deal with my anxieties appropriately this year because I was so, I was focused on persevering and I wasn't focused enough on just allowing you to meet my needs, allowing you to be my peace, allowing you to answer the questions that I had. I just pushed through, but I I need you. And, And I asked God, I said, what season am I in this year? How do you need me to move? And his answer was so specific It wasn't anything like, oh, I need you to launch this or start that. He was like, hey, this year, all I need from you is for you to hold on to me like never before. The anecdote to your anxiety is the atmosphere that you create for me to flow. And it's an atmosphere that, of course, has to be greater then this space of, you know, you and your prayer closet right now, or you setting up this, this business meeting right now, or you having your time with me right now, everywhere you go, this atmosphere has to go. I am an omnipresent God. So make sure that you're tapping into that and tapping into that, like never before this year and your life. And he showed, shared with me, not specifics, but he shared with me about the pace of my life. Cause what I was struggling with and what was causing me a lot of frustration was the pace of my life. And I, and what he shared with me was like, listen, I got some stuff for you. So the pace of your life is going to speed up even more, but I need for your life to not dictate your pace. Don't allow the external, the accomplishments or anything else to speed you up outside of anything that I'm telling you to do. Walk with me, stay connected to me like never before. And the visual that I was getting as I was hearing this was like, you know how um, in the Bibles, the woman with the issue of blood, how she uh, reached through the crowd to touch the hem of Jesus' garment. I kind of saw myself just like hopping on his back. Like, nah, I ain't just touching him or your garment. I'm bear hugging you right now. Where you go, I go. Like, I'm stuck to you. Like, white on rice, Lord, let's go. But that's what I was seeing. And that's the posture that God was explaining to me. And it made me want to communicate that and just kind of take you guys through how I've been feeling because I'm sure I'm not the only one just really sitting with him and asking the right question, not God, what are we doing? What do you need me to do? How do I need to show up here? What is my goals? God, what season am I in? How do you need me to be? 
not what you need me to do, God, but how do you need me to be? How do I need to operate? I trust you. I know we've been doing this for long enough. You're going to tell me what I need to know and you ain't going to tell me what I don't need to know. So let's just skip over all of that. What, how do you need me to be? And he showed me my posture. He showed me the, he gave me instructions on creating the atmosphere that was necessary for this season. Now, again, I don't even know the specifics of what is this season is going to bring. I know a couple things, but I don't know all the specifics of what this season is going to be, but I know my role in it though. Because if I didn't ask God my role, I would have went through another year of my anxiety getting the best of me. I would have went through another year of being stressed out. I would have went through another year of maybe just missing things because I was so focused again on what I wanted God to do or what I wanted to do. And me, me, I, 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 I was focused on making him my servant versus me being his. And so again, I'm, I, I tell y'all all of this to, to get you to understand that when you're planning and you're seeking God for this year, whether you've done it, do it again and ask the right question this time. Don't ask God for a crystal ball. He don't, you will know what you need to know and you ain't going to know what you don't need to know. You don't need to know everything. That's not faith. Faith is confidence in things, hope for assurance about things unseen. When you surrender, you surrender. So some of you guys in this year, you need to focus on taking your hands off the steering wheel. You need to focus on your trust issues when it comes to your relationship with God and stop getting mad at him about what you don't know and start focusing on what it is that he's trying to show you, what he's actually trying to show you. Some of you guys this year, you need to remove the expectations and take the blinders off. Some of you are so focused on business. You may be so focused on getting married or so focused on something that you're missing what God is trying to show you. You have to be open-minded when it comes to God. He's not put in a box. He's not required to answer the specific subject matter that you're praying about. Ask open-ended questions. This is a season where you have to tap into your father like never before, where you have to go to the Lord for yourself and not just go to your spiritual leaders. It's time to graduate, you guys. It's time to graduate. So I'm going I'm to just chill right there. But again, happy new year, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to pull back a little bit. Um, happy new year. We'll elaborate on this potentially a little bit more next week. Um, but make sure that you send this episode to somebody who may need some language for a, a tough season they may be going through and haven't been able to articulate it. Because I felt like I was alone with it until I, I went out with my friend and she was like, girl, we are here. <laughs> I'm going through the exact same thing. And I love this about the show because it's an opportunity to really just give language to things that you may not talk about openly because you may not feel like people will understand. But I see you. I hear you. I love you. I'm praying for you. And uh, yeah, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. And I'll talk to you next week. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. 
From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite.